This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. It's a Sunday kind of love. I'm Maya Tan. Hello. I've got a question for you. What would you do if you discovered that your favorite snack from a company you've loyally spent your money at for a long time has been using an unsavory ingredient to add flavor like, I don't know, lizard gizzards or something that churns your stomach? Basically, I'll boycott the company and I will not recommend to my friend to go to the restaurant anymore. Um, I'll probably stop consuming that particular brand. If, if it's very hazardous to me, if it's not healthy for me, but first of all, I need to also make sure that um, the news is right. And to verify the news first before taking those actions. Yeah, I'll probably stop consuming the brand. But I won't go further than that. <laughs> yeah, it's just a personal stand. I will stop eating. I will stop eating whatever it is. Maybe it's harmful because I think a lot of people who are vegetarian, maybe they've become vegetarian because of health concerns or something like that. So I think it's not um, healthy for them. I'll probably follow the herd if someone has actually started a petition or uh, or start a campaign then I'll join the campaign (laughs) I'll buy more (laughs) because pork fat okay (laughs) for me okay tough luck just move on to the next product I'm not vegetarian no I don't have any food that I don't eat so it doesn't really make a difference to me but I won't have much respect for you anymore you know what would I do? Revolution! Uh, I think most people don't know what they eat anyway, but uh, I think I definitely take it up with with the what consumer association, right? Yeah, because it, I think it's worse if you advertised it as vegetarian. If you didn't, then there's a clause, right? You never asked whether it's made out of beef or anything. So it's just, you know, money makes the world go round. This week, we dive deep into the world of Auntie Kamalam, whose blissful existence has been rudely interrupted by the discovery that the fast food chain that she has been regularly patronising has been adding an unsavoury ingredient into her favourite indulgence. And while most of the peeps I spoke to earlier don't seem to be too interested in kicking up a fuss, they are Malaysian after all, Auntie Kamalam takes a very different view. Written by fellow Malaysian writer Shamila Ganesan and performed by renowned actor Chako Vadaketh, this is French Fries for Auntie Kamalam. have brought to our attention that the French fries and the international fast food chain Mickey's are not vegetarian as they have been presented to be. Apparently, to reach the desired taste and texture, a certain amount of animal fat is secretly added to the oil used in deep frying the potatoes. And not only that, but that animal fat is beef fat. This is a blow not only to vegetarians but to all Hindus who have thus far been consuming these French fries from time to time. It is shocking that 
Kamalam stared at the computer screen, her heart pounding. She placed a perspiring hand over the mouse, moved the white arrow to the refresh button and carefully clicked. And yet it didn't change what she had just read. Those damning lines of text accompanied by an accusing close-up of the red and yellow packet of French fries. She read through each line of the article again, leaning in close to the computer screen and mouthing the words silently. Bala, she yelled. Oh my God, Bala, you won't believe this. No reply. Bala! A faint response echoed up the stairs, the words unintelligible. She reached with shaking hands to turn on the printer, carefully fed it a sheet of paper and clicked the print button. Grabbing the piece of paper as soon as it slid out, she walked as quickly as she could downstairs. Sweat rolled down her back and pooled on the drawstringed waist of her Punjabi suit pants as she silently cursed the number of steps. Bala, how many times must I call you before you answer? Her husband sat in his customary pose in the armchair, one leg crossed over the other sarong-bedecked thigh, face and bare upper body hidden by the day's newspaper. A muffled voice emanated from behind the sheets of newsprint. What is it, Kamu? Oh my God, here I am telling you something serious and you're not even bothering to look at my face. Bala! We've been eating beef! Bala's eyes picked up over the day's headlines. What are you talking about? How could we have been eating beef when we didn't eat any meat? Kamalam waved the piece of paper in her hand in front of his face. This, this is how Mickey's, she exclaimed, voice escalating with each word. But Kamu, the only thing we ever eat from Mickey's is apple pie and ice cream and the french fries. Exactly, exactly, French fries! And put the paper down and look at this article I found on the internet! Oh, another one of your online stories, murmured Bala, disappearing behind the newspaper again. Just tell me what it's about. Those damn bastards! Those people at Mickey's have been frying French fries in beef fat! We've not only been eating non-vegetarian every time we eat there, but we've been eating beef! Oh my God, Bala! Such sinners we are! Kabbalah, how many times have I told you that you can't believe everything you read online? It's probably some rumor started by a Kentucky Fried Chicken. Kamalam took two steps forward and pushed her printout in Bala's face. This is not some ridiculous website. Bala, I read this at perfecthindu.com. They are dedicated to helping Hindus all over the world live according to the scriptures. Are you telling me that they are not reliable? Bala gently pushed Kamalam's insistent hand away from his face and straightened out his newspaper. Kamu, I'm telling you, it's probably not true. And even if it is, so what? We didn't know we were eating beef. Let's just stop eating Mickey's food from now on. There, that should make you happy, right? 
tears dripped down Kamalam's face as she furiously minced onions. So what, he says? She thought to herself, slamming the wok down on the stove. Yes, so what? So what if we've polluted our bodies? So what if we've broken one of our religion's rules? So what if we've become party to the slaughtering of so many sacred cows? So what? She shuddered as she recalled the last time she'd scarfed down those horrible things. Why, it was just last weekend. It had been too hot of an afternoon to slave over the stove, so she sent Bala over to Mickey's in PJ Old Town to buy some french fries and apple pie for tea. Oh, how she loved those deep-fried fingers of potatoes. She didn't eat out very often, difficult as it was to get good vegetarian food in kale. But those French fries, those were her weakness. She remembered the days before Bala's retirement when she would have lunch on her own at home. Once a week, she'd cook just enough to pack him her lunch and then take a walk over to Mickey's to get two large packets of French fries all for herself. Sometimes she'd eat them plain, sometimes with ketchup, and sometimes she'd sprinkle masala powder over them. Whichever way she had them, they were always delightful. She'd walk home as fast as she could so that the fries were still hot, and after pouring them out onto her ever-silver plate, she'd plant herself in front of the TV, savouring each crispy, salty mouthful. Why, she could even smell that golden aroma now, taunting her, each whiff a silent indictment. Kamalam jolted from a daydream and looked down at the potatoes she was sautéing, the culprit of that fragrance. Not quite the same, of course. She obviously had not added any beef fat into her potato curry. And yet, even that slight difference was a tacit reminder of her guilt of the ramifications of giving in to her cravings. She flung the wok into the sink with a crash and blasted the faucet to drown the smell of frying potatoes. As she stood breathing heavily by the smoking contents of the kitchen sink, she realized that her fingers were in pain. She had grabbed the hot wok with her bare hands. She glanced up guiltily to see if the noise had summoned Bala, but the kitchen doorway remained empty. French Fries for Auntie Kamalam continues right after this on A Sunday Kind of Love, BFM 89.9. Sunday Kind of Love, I'm Maya Tan. I hope you're enjoying your Sunday. We're featuring another story by a Malaysian writer today. Shamila Ganesan brings us into the world of Auntie Kamalam, who has just discovered that her favourite snack, French fries from the international fast food chain Mickey's, 
is laced with beef fat. It's sacrilegious to say the least, and if it's been reported on PerfectHindu.com, it has to be true. Her husband Bala, of course, is unperturbed, but something needs to be done about this. The story continues. Over the moon with the cow and the spoon, Sandman's ringing my bell. Kamalam placed the incense holder down on a prayer altar and sat down with a little difficulty, cross-legged on the floor. Taking a deep breath and exhaling slowly, she placed her hands on her knees as she rolled her shoulders to relax them. She closed her eyes tightly, trying to shut out the sounds of Bala watching TV in the other room. Inhale, exhale. Picture a soft light. Inhale, exhale. Picture a soft light. She repeated to herself as per the meditation instructions on perfecthindu.com. Inhale, exhale. Picture a... La 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 la, I'm craving it! Kamalam's eyes blinked open. No, it couldn't be. Not now, not during her precious meditation time. She listened for a few minutes, but the TV noise had gone back to an indistinct hum. Closing her eyes again, Kamalam began rotating her shoulders. Inhale, exhale, picture a soft light. Inhale, la 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 la, I'm craving it! This time her head turned sharply towards the door before her eyes had time to open. There it was again. What on earth was Bala watching that they had to show a Mickey's commercial at every break? Shaking her head a few times to rid herself of distractions, Kamalam inhaled a few big lungfuls of calming incense. She looked down at her fingers, trembling on her thighs, and stilled them forcibly. She began again. Inhale. Exhale. La 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 la, I'm craving it! La 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 la, I'm craving it! La 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 la, I'm craving it! La 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 la, I'm craving it! La 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 la, I'm craving it! Kamalam kicked her cramped leg out with a loud cry of frustration. That infectious, addictive, awful jingle, gleefully prodding on her conscience, singing her sins for all to hear. What good is meditation, Kamalam? It wobbled to her. If your veins swim with bovine batter! <laughs> she suddenly noticed that the corner of the mat she sat on was smoking. She had kicked the incense holder over by accident. As she patted the small flame out and gathered up spilt incense, she heard the TV switch off. Kamu, I'm going for a walk, Bala called out. 
late morning humidity weighed down Kamalam as she shuffled briskly under the shade of protruding roofs to the plastic ware shop in PJ Old Town. Thanks to a night of tossing and turning, she had woken up late. Now her whole day's schedule was thrown off. Bala hadn't bothered to rouse her, helping himself to coffee and toast before taking off for his weekly catch-up session with his old university buddies. Being so flustered, she realized she hadn't even had breakfast yet. Puffing with exertion, she felt the back and underarms of her Punjabi suit sticking to her skin with sweat. She leaned against a wall between the rows of shops to catch her breath and took a swig of water from the plastic bottle she was carrying with her. Her stomach rumbled with hunger. Almost in response, her tongue poked out and moistened her lips with the excess saliva her glands had begun producing. She breathed in and took another gloriously large breath, ushering in the lovely, heavy aroma that hung thick in the vicinity. Starch lovingly coddled in oil. She was so hungry. half-smile forming on her face suddenly turned into a grimace as she snapped to attention. She couldn't believe she had been standing in the heat, drinking in the stench of those disgusting, cow-killing fries. What would her fellow Budgeon Group members say if they could read her thoughts now? Thank God for giving her the good sense to hide her and Bala's occasional indulgence from those ladies. He had always scoffed at her for being silly, but as far as the budgeon ladies knew, Kamalam and Bala only ate at vegetarian restaurants, with all of them being avid PerfectHindu.com readers. It was only Kamalam's discretion that had saved her from their judgmental glances and whispers. She started walking again when the logo she had been trying so hard to avoid caught her eye. And just like that, her sight was transfixed by the giant poster of French fries hanging on the window. Her stomach growled again and her mouth filled up with saliva. Kamalan took two steps towards that tempting poster, her mind blank. Perfect golden French fries filled her vision. The jarring blare of a car horn brought her back and she found herself standing in front of Mickey's window, mouth agape with one hand reaching limply forward. What? She screamed out and flung her bottle of water at the window. It ricocheted off the glass with a loud thud and fell to the ground. Shaken by the noise, Kamalam looked around to see if anyone had noticed what she had done. The Kachang Pute vendor across the road had turned his head at the sound, but he was now distracted by a customer. Embarrassed, she quickly turned back home. Rushing as much as she could with her painful legs, Kamalam kept repeating under her breath, I am a good Hindu. I do not eat beef. I am a good Hindu. I do not eat beef. I am a good Hindu. I do not eat beef. Dinner that night was a quiet affair. With Kamalam lost in her own thoughts, there was no one to prod Bala into conversation. So he dutifully polished off the food and retired behind his novel. Kamalam washed the dishes without seeing them, eyes trained on the gush of water flowing from the tap. 
If only cleansing one's soul was as easy as cleaning those plates. Her hand started to tremble, and she almost dropped a soapy plate, catching it just before it hit the sink. How could she have been so gullible all those years? Mickey's wasn't a vegetarian restaurant. They served beef burgers after all. So why should their french fries be any different? She had let her base cravings blind her to the truth. That's what it was. And now, here she was, a reviled beef-eater herself. And yet, she couldn't stop thinking about those damned french fries. What sort of test was this? To be tempted by something as prosaic as potatoes? Her heart started beating hard again as she gathered up the trash. Perhaps this was her penance, to forever suffer the reminders of her sins, to constantly battle temptation. Nearly breathless from carrying the three trash bags, Kamalam walked past Bala reading in the hall. I'm taking the trash out, she wheezed. Hmm came the response. She struggled out the front door, forced to walk out sideways to fit. It wasn't very late, and yet, as usual, the road in front of the house was already quiet. As she unlatched the front gate while holding the bags with one hand, Kamalan started to think that it might be a good idea to go to the temple tomorrow. She could make an offering, spend some time praying, and hope for forgiveness. And perhaps she could take up a fast, something to make up for her unwitting sins. Her body, so tense since yesterday, relaxed at the thought. Kamalam struggled with the heavy metal cover before managing to open their trash can and drop the bags inside. Just as she was about to close it, a sheet of paper flitted out onto the lane in front of her house. She walked over in pursuit. As she bent to pick the paper up, she heard the spluttering of a motorcycle and the grinding of tyres against the road. Before she knew it, she felt a hard thump on her left hip and she was down on the ground. Faintly, she heard a, Sorry, ya, and the sound of a motorcycle moving away. After a few minutes, Kamalam tested her arms and legs for damage and then slowly picked herself up with the help of the trash can lid. Slightly dazed, she took a few steps forward. At first, she thought she was imagining it, that the fall had induced some sort of olfactory hallucination. But no, there it was. That rich, familiar fragrance that automatically provoked a response from both her mouth and stomach. She looked around wildly. Surely she was going mad. How was she able to smell French fries out here in the middle of the road? About 50 meters away, she spotted the rider who had bumped into her, haloed by the light from his motorcycle. His back was to her, and he was holding a mobile phone in one hand, a sheet of paper in the other. A red box perched behind him, lurid yellow letters proclaiming their origins. Helpless rage rose in Kamalam. She stomped over to the delivery boy. The closer she got, the stronger the smell of the french fries became, clogging her nostrils to the point that she could barely breathe in anything else. She swung the trash can lid hard, again and again. Her eyes filled with red and yellow, her ears thrummed with the weird sound of rushing wind. Her mouth was full. Whether of saliva or blood, she didn't know. Soon she was no longer swinging the lid, 
but rather thumping it down on the mess on the ground over and over and over. She smiled. The hypnotic scent of French fries was gone. All she could smell was meat. Big thanks to Shamila Gunnison for that dark PJ Old Town tale and to Chako Vadaketh for bringing a touch of Hollywood to A Sunday Kind of Love. We've got more Malaysian stories coming to you on A Sunday Kind of Love. If you'd like to send us one of your own, do email us at sundaykindalove at bfm.my. Till next week, this is Maya Tan signing off. I'm going to leave you with French Fries and Gravy by Justin Trawick on A Sunday Kind of Love, BFM 89.9. talk about starting all over with two cups of coffee and a kung fu sudoku the question's not if you'd forget all about it the question is if it forget about forget about you Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.